and welcome into QA About ESL podcast. In this episode, I am going to introduce you to another friend of mine, Marva Elmo Salami. We met in the ESL class at Irvine Valley College. Marva was introduced to us as a supplemental instructor, and gradually we became a friend. In this episode, you'll hear interesting facts about the Egyptian approach to studying language, as well as Marva's personal experience as a supplemental instructor. Let's dive in. So my name is Marwal Musalami, and uh, I work as a teacher assistant. It's like an embedded tutor in Irvine Valley College in ESL department, and especially in academic writing uh, classes. Um, and um, I have been in the United States right now for eight years, uh, working in IVC for uh, five years. Um, and uh i have two boys <laughs> and yeah two boys i like 18 and 16 so they are not boys anymore i think they like yeah um they are adults right now so mm-hmm. i think this is enough <laughs> yeah this is enough for a start uh i would say um can you tell me more about okay. your background because i i remember you are teacher not only for here right you you was teacher before right in your country yes um so for the teaching experience i will say about 15 years teaching experience because i was in uh, yeah i was an english teacher in egypt too for 10 years um so um i have uh, the bachelor english degree from egypt and when i came here to the united states to be able to get the the job I have, I uh, I got the certificate for TESOL certificate teaching English as a second language from UCI. So um, to allow me to you know to help the students like be more professional and understanding what's going on in the classes. So uh, yes, so like uh, yeah, it was like a long journey to be able to get a job here. So yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. I mean, the, you have really good experience and especially. Um, Speaking of, you know, now this is very common thing, the diversity. So mm-hmm. since you have like two, way, two, two countries experience, I think you are m- more valuable uh, teacher, more valuable uh, for ESL program. I mean, because um, it's kind of, you can compare two different, uh, two different methods of uh, teaching language, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Can you, can you uh, just, oh yeah, sure, sure, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead first. You can ask the question. <laughs> I, I want to just, uh, cl- not clarify, but I, I wanted you to try to compare maybe between uh, those two systems. It's not necessarily say this is bad, this is this is good, but um, some pros point- and cons. Yeah, pros and cons. Uh, so let's say, um, it, I, like, it's, it's hard to compare because the teaching experience, I used to work in elementary school when I was in Egypt. Um, so it was children, so it was like more fun and, um, and actually in each, each school in, in Egypt, they require the second language. So it's, it's part from their education system. It's like one of their main subject, it's English. Mm-hmm. So they have to learn English from kindergarten. So it's not, um, it's one of the main subject over there. It's not, it's something mandatory. It's not optional. Um, so in it, working with kids was fun, actually, second grader, and that was really fun for me. Um, 
I have experience with fourth grader and sixth grader as well. So I was in elementary, I, but it was really building my experience when I came here because it's totally different now as I am in working in college, it was like totally different than elementary. But when sometimes with ESL students, they, because they're learning the language from the beginning, you want to simplify as much as you can. So you think about your experience back in Egypt and try, oh, okay, it's like, I don't, I don't want to say they are like, like a babies to the language. Yes, they understand and they have a background, but it's also something um, for the children, you just, you, just, you just practice. They don't afraid for making mistakes. And this is what I started getting from there with my experience in Egypt to apply it with the adult ESL to be able, oh yes, do it the same thing. Do not try to talk. Do not feel that you're going to do mistakes and people will look at you. Be like a kid. Be free like a kid. This is what, like, this is what's adding me my experience because when we are adults, we are afraid to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. But, like, with the kids, they don't, they don't, like, they don't afraid. They just do it. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is adding this to this um, was really uh, a good experience and good combination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, about the system in general, can you tell uh, tell us how exactly it happened in uh, Egypt? I mean, uh, like, uh, what's the difference from ESL program, for instance? Um, I don't call it ESL program. Like, as I mentioned, for Egypt, is English is a mandatory. It's I think it's like in each country, they have to learn English. It's one of the main subjects. Mm -hmm. um, but like for me, uh, it's it wasn't like only for books. It's just I want them to practice learning the language, listen to music mm -hmm. uh, because they are kids. Mm -hmm. So uh, for here is it's something that you experience every day. So maybe it's for you just teach the English inside the classroom and you go practice your own culture, your own um, native language with your friends and um, people around you, right? Because you speak the native language. Mm -hmm. But here for an ESL student, no, they have to practice all the time. The environment is different. They, they have to talk. They have to uh, find how they're going to write an email, how they're going to um, ask questions. So all this kind of things is totally different. So you, in, they need help with many things. So new, being in, in the country, like with the kids, they are dependent and they're, you know, in, in their fathers and parents and they have people that support them. But when it comes to the ESL students and working in totally different environment, the college, mm -hmm. it's they, they came to the college because they need help. They need help with everything. They need help finding job. They need help to be more independent, to understand the culture, to um, like, it's not only for education. It's mm -hmm. college for them is like a huge um aid or a huge help for them to be able to uh, to communicate and interact with the culture. So um, this, this is what makes it a lot of difference. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was not only teaching in college, mm -hmm. but it's also supporting the students. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, we've been talking with uh, Claire last time uh, in our uh, previous episode. 
we, we talked about um, this difference. Uh, we actually find out that for Russia and for uh, Korea, it's very close, very similar, that uh, in our countries, we mostly just um, learn, just study it without practicing. And it was just for yes. the for the grade. So you just need to get the grade and you, you, you're done. <laughs> like you don't need to fluently talk or something. And here it's, yeah, and here it's more, uh, it's it's really environment what you just say it, it's kind of um, it's experience it, it's it, it's it is experience like uh, you uh, you are involved and I really like this uh, moment that uh, you and uh, Professor Panzil told us mm -hmm. not talk in our own language it's, yes it's, it's yeah. uh, for me it was easy because I was only one Russian in the class I think but <laughs> <laughs> still, yeah. still, yeah, I, I definitely can understand that, yeah. Yeah, it's, no, I'm not, like, it's Egypt, because in Egypt, no, everyone speaks English, so it's, uh, like, from the taxi driver, because we have tourists, and uh, mm -hmm. they understand, maybe the accent is different, they have, like, that kind of heavy accent, but, uh, but everyone can speak English, even in the middle of your conversation, you put some English words, so it's came, like, you know, um, very famous in Egypt. It's like something that everyone is trying to use. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I'm very educated, so I know how to speak this and how to, how to speak that. And, uh, and uh, like, I can express myself in a second language. So English is something, um, in, even in students, when they go to university, they prefer, and hiring also, hiring in a, like, a special positions, they require English language. Mm -hmm. So English language is became like kind of the same in the same area with Arabic, mm -hmm. uh, especially in Egypt. So people trying as much as they can be kind of put a link in their conversation mm -hmm. um, and also try to learn the language professionally so they can be able to find a good job. So it's not only here, but like nowadays English is is taking all over the world. So yeah, you know, it's mandatory to be able mm -hmm. to practice and speak and mm -hmm. um, yeah. and writing in emails. Maybe as you said, we're not like fluent. We're not talking much or maybe we still have accents. Sometimes we don't have the right words comes from our head to use it. But, um, uh, but maybe we are more professional in grammar academic the language academically but not the fluency and not the speaking listening not all we're not good with all the skills but um like as i mentioned it's now english is taking all over the world so people are trying to improve themselves as much as they can mm -hmm. yeah 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 i totally understand i mean the, the english it's uh, definitely yeah. language not just uh, for traveling, uh, but it's also the world has changed. I mean, uh, we need right. one one language or two languages, uh, which can uh, make us like bring us together, closer to each other. And I think English language it's uh, becomes more easier to 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 learn. Probably, I think, uh, because comparison with the different languages, it's, it is. It it's just get this idea that sometimes you can take one word. And uh, use this for, I mean, I, I've noticed that for comparison right. with, with the Russian, for instance. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I want to say English word because it uh, reflects uh, my thoughts better than yeah. uh, Russian word. 
or yeah. in or it's just shorter for instance because sometimes right. it's just shorter yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes exactly and this this is good yeah <laughs> this yeah. Is great. yeah so yeah so um how you learned language i mean how you how did you start how how it's happened uh, um so i started i love the language when i was in uh in elementary school like sixth grader because we started reading novels um so i was i was re really likes the novels and the language still it you know itself it really um inspired me to to know more about the language uh middle school it came more inspiring and um and high school it's the same thing and then I said I decided okay I want to know more about the language so it's not about the field and this is how I decided to get in the university studying English language mm -hmm. so it's uh, yeah that's like and also learning about Shakespeare and all the English literature that's also something that touched my heart. And I said, okay, no, no, I want to know more. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and then and to be like, to be more in the field. So I chose to, uh, to study English and mm -hmm. uh, to be specialized in English. And I didn't think about the career. I didn't think about like what job I'm gonna like, you know, have when I'm finished. No, I didn't think about that. Just like the passionate of studying the language it just like drive me to, to, to have like English bachelor degree. And after I graduated, I said, oh, okay. Yeah, I think this is the choices I have for getting a job. <laughs> but yeah, but like just the studying the English, understanding, um, writing, understanding all the skills, uh, learning more about like the old English and uh, the history of the language that was fascinating, yes. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned the Shakespeare. And um, yes, uh, have you uh, have you read this book on your own language, on uh, Arabic and on English? Uh, it's in English. Uh, no, no, I know. I mean, uh, translation. English high did, school. Did you have a translated no, book? No? We don't allow on translation. So oh. in universities and high school, middle school, even elementary school, we not the teachers did not allow um, translation. Mm -hmm. okay. The kind of uh, so if the teaching when they teach the book mm -hmm. um in the, like in the classroom environment yes mm -hmm. they use the language the arabic language to explain but uh it's not like fully in english mm -hmm. but they no but they just um they use the native language also to explain to the students like some vocabulary mm -hmm. and this is the kind of weakness as well it's not mm -hmm. something that build my strength but like mm -hmm. because if he if the teacher used the synonym in english and instead mm -hmm. of just like you know um explaining because i had a, like a really bad habit learning the language it's like oh okay i have to translate each word i am reading mm -hmm. and that was really hard for me when i when i went to like high school reading shakespeare is like the play for shakespeare was like this big Mm -hmm. And it was like too hard for me to understand each word. If I'm gonna translate each word and it's old English, mm -hmm. it took me a lot of time. And oh, yeah. and I have to translate it. Yeah, and I use it. I used to use the English uh, Arabic dictionary, mm -hmm. which is a native mm -hmm. uh, dictionary, which is bad, which is not good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when I came here to the United States, I said, okay, I have to, um, you know, get rid of this habit and try to 
if I want to build my language and I want to have more synonyms when I'm talking or when I'm writing, I have to use English English dictionary. Mm -hmm. So to you have to take yourself out when you learn the language. You have to take yourself out of your native language to be more involved with English language. Mm -hmm. So to understand the expression, to understand how you can use this word and put it in the right sentence or in the right situation, that's more important to use English English dictionary because you, when you use a native uh, dictionary, native language dictionary, it's not it's not taking you anywhere. It's and you can find many the word in one word in English has like maybe five or six meaning in your native language, mm -hmm. which makes you confused as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, I've noticed this interesting um, thing that uh, when you watch movie on uh, uh, in translation, for instance, and when you watch movie in uh, in English, there's two two different uh, uh, two different movies really. Despite though yes. they are kind of kept the same um, storytelling and all this, but uh, the language brings uh, so many details in it. Because mm -hmm. uh, in translation, sometimes you can lose lose some um, jokes, some some content. So, uh, did you have this experience? I mean, uh, have you ever tried to like compare those yeah. two things? And what movie or uh, book it was? It's uh, it's it's same thing. So it happened with me when I started with a ling reading English literature. So. Sometimes when the teacher was reading and he said, um, and he laughs, I said, I don't know why he laughs. It like this, like a, a laughing, like, you know, uh, it's, is it a joke here or is the character telling something that we should laugh at? So I, I don't, I don't get it. Like, and I didn't get it when I, when I, when I was in the university because I, it's a suddenly it just is translated in my head and I see it. It's not, it, I don't see that anything I can laugh at. So, but, um, but like when I start to get rid of this uh, like translation, even in my head, and it took a lot of time, it took like about three, three years to understand and practice. So what I did, I watched Netflix. So Netflix and I put the subtitle in English. Mm -hmm. So I read and I listen. So this is kind of also helped me with that, with the eye, so I can be able reading really fast. So uh, with the reading skills, and it also helps me with um, with the listening skills. So I can listen and I can apply these words I'm listening to the what I see on the screen. Mm -hmm. So that's also something um, it helped me to understand more about the culture. So, and it's also, it's culture different. So you studying a totally different, it's not a language, mm -hmm. but it's also a culture. You're dealing mm -hmm. with a totally different people from another world. Yes, maybe they have the same habits. Yeah, or, but like the way they speak, the way they laugh, the way they just express things is totally different than your, than your, your culture. Mm -hmm. So it's not only you learning the language, no, you're learning a total different culture from yours. So that's, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so um, do you think that ESL program comparison with other programs, by the way, I know, I don't know any other programs, to be honest, but mm -hmm. I know they are exists. <laughs> so they are exist. So they are exist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think 
or is ESL program more effective of them? And if yes, why do you think so? It depends on the college. So for like, because I, like not, not because I'm working in Irvine Valley College, but like I see Irvine Valley College, they teach, they taking ESL department is more serious. Mm -hmm. And they try to give the students everything so they can be prepared for what they can see and like maybe writing one like in a native English college writing. So they try as much as they can because they work very close with the English department in, uh, in Irvine Valley College. Mm -hmm. So they try to, to prepare the students really well. Do not get surprised or there is a gap between these two levels. But like they try to put everything uh, as much as they can and make matches between the two curriculum. So the, the students are not going to feel strange or not they can feel weak. Mm -hmm. So this is what I like in IVC. I, I, I don't want to say anything about other um, ESL program, but the strongest e ESL program I, I experienced was in IVC. Okay, so like other colleges, and the kind of there is a gap. So let's say if it's um, uh, intermediate uh, ESL uh, writing um, level, mm -hmm. and they have this, they got the same level in the other college, but they still do not know how to write an essay, and I get surprised. So how come you are in the middle and you don't know anything about the essay? So no, the teacher didn't, you know, the curriculum over there in this college and that college over there. So it didn't go over essays. We just end up writing with our paragraphs. So, so they get really confused. Mm -hmm. So there is a gap. And sometimes ESL students and IVC say, why we're we learning this much? The other college is very easy, but it's worth it. So wait for it because it's worth it. What you're gonna see in, in English department, it's it's not easy. <laughs> well, if you wanna transfer to a university and getting a degree, it's also not easy. Yes. So what I like in IVC, the kind of just telling the students, yes, you have to work really hard because what you're gonna see in the future, every time is getting difficult. It's not getting any easy. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's also um, for the, even native speakers, they have also problem with their language sometimes in writing because writing is a really, really complicated skill. Mm -hmm. And it's yes. really hard skill for everyone. Even if w our native language, comparing it with writing professionally, you will mm -hmm. still have problems, grammar mm -hmm. problems, structure problem, whatever mm -hmm. problem is. But in, in this country, you have to learn writing and you have to be good with the older language skills to be able to apply for the job to be able to get uh the degree that you want to dream with so this is it's really important when ivc is building yes they're building uh, a really good strong program for esl mm -hmm. yeah yeah in my opinion i don't know like <laughs> people maybe like yeah <laughs> maybe they find like other program but like yeah, I went to like other conferences um, and uh, ESL conferences, uh, like workshops that we did it with other colleges. We see the difference. We mm -hmm. see the difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never been, I never, uh, mm -hmm. I actually have a kind of experience. I mean, comparison between my uh, Sa Sacramento College uh, yes. and uh, between IVC uh, in um, exactly 
ESL program. Uh, unfortunately, uh, I can't compare like equally because uh, I was on uh, one of the base uh, um, level there. So yes. and it's hard to say. So we read uh, some classics. Uh, we uh, talked a lot, but we didn't uh, go to writing never. And I'm not sure if it's kind of like good enough for this level maybe it's, yeah. it's probably yeah but um what is the for me personally the best thing uh comparison with the sacramento college and uh, here uh, at ivc it's lack of russians yes <laughs> and russian speakers because i can't uh, i mean i i can't when practice you have like yes exactly when you have like 50 percent of uh russians in the in your class they always talk russian it's like you can't stop for sure teacher tries i mean our professor tried but it's really hard uh yes. so and it's very helpful when you don't have a chance to talk on your own language i think and, of course yeah and yeah. also yeah and also this um just amazing uh experience in idc which uh, i had from this learning uh through the books, I mean, we not just uh, we not just read, we not just uh, talk. We also worked in groups. We tried to find something new, find out something new. It's it's okay. really it's amazing. I like it. I love yeah. it so much. So they expose you to the reading. They expose you to the writing. They, you have a, like a conversation with your classmates in your own English, mm -hmm. like with the English language, not your native language. So it's it's like building the all the skills in one class so um and it's yeah and i and i see it as very strong program yes mm -hmm. yeah so what do you like personally in your job what what you like more like talk with students or something so to be honest i am like i have been working in ivc as a teacher assistant for five years mm -hmm. i'm dying to have my own class so i'm dying <laughs> I want to be a teacher soon, but like I'm working on that, but this is my dream. So, um, but like I see myself, it's when it comes to, to when I see like other teachers with all the respect, they have, and actually we have um, uh, like one of the um, ESL uh, full-time positions in, in, in IVC. Uh, and everyone, I think he know, knows him, but he's he's at the top. And what, and he said that when he was like, I had a, like a conversation with him. Um, we would, uh, and I, because I had a, something like a conference as well. Mm -hmm. So I had to make an, an interview with him um, and about his, his opinion about the SI program and what, what we are doing. And he said something is really uh, catches my attention. He said, okay, that always the students think that the teacher is here and they are here. But like the SI or the teacher assistant, it just like comes in the middle. Mm -hmm. So they kind of breaking this gap. So we are a kind of a connector between the teacher and the students. Mm -hmm. And I see that I am more co comfortable dealing with them. They come to me and they're not afraid of asking questions and they're not afraid of asking help. Mm -hmm. um, they're not afraid of making mistakes in front of me. He said, oh, we practice, we practice, it's okay. Because also I am in the, the okay, so it's like, uh, oh yeah, Imarwa, also you learned the language. The English language is a second language for you as well. I said, yes, this is how I learned. So they, they get more comfortable talking to me 
they get more comfortable connecting to me and I build a good relationship. So mm-hmm. as you read and now we are not, we are friends. Yeah. Um, so that's also some things I really value. Um, and I don't know if I'm going to still have this when I become, when I'm a, become a teacher, but uh, it's, uh, yeah, the relationship with the students in breaking the barrier and the breaking the ice between the teacher and the students, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the, the teacher is holding the grades in their hands, mm-hmm. but we're not having any grades. We just help them to, to get whatever they want. So mm-hmm. that's something they really appreciate. And mm-hmm. The relationship is different and this is what i really love and like that they even if they have sometimes they have students come to me and they only want to talk about their own problem they have problem at home and they want to like not make the teacher involved it's just like you become a friend to them like said oh i have this problem and i have this problem and i cannot focus on doing my assignment and it's like a kind of a therapy yes it's not <laughs> like yeah you turn to be a therapist and you listen, and I, I, I didn't get, I didn't like, I don't get tired, or I don't get any bored of being, you know, listening to their problems because mm-hmm. it gives me strength as well. Said, so, oh, if they can do this, if they can go overcome all these problems in their life, I can do it too. Mm-hmm. So um, this relationship, I'm so happy with it, and uh, I find it is unique. And mm-hmm. I couldn't find it. Like, I think I cannot find it when I become a teacher. Uh, no, I think I'm going to lose that. Um, and this is like, that's why I'm staying in, <laughs> in being an ASI position. But it's, uh, yes. But I, I, I really like the interaction and uh, the way we are talking, the way we interact, the way we learn. Mm-hmm. So, and I learn from them as well. It's mm-hmm. not only... Um, they take from me the knowledge, but no, I learned from them a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember this time. I, I really appreciate your help and uh, all these talks and the uh, master, um, how it's called, the uh, webinars, like master classes. Uh, I don't remember how it's called. The studies, uh, the yeah, workshops, study yeah, workshops, workshops yeah. and study yeah. sessions and all this. Yeah. It yeah. was very, really helpful and interesting. And, uh, uh the feeling that uh, you can be hurt and uh, even if you mistaken that uh, you can get help and in, in like in proper way in not feeling you, yourself right uh, like um, embarrassed yes embarrassed and uh, I, because no I, I, I love uh, Professor Panzilla too so, so she never did something like I no. would uh, that I would feel myself bad no but uh, I know she's uh, always uh, like on classes and she's uh, occupied with uh, her uh, uh, scheduling. And I know that you have, for instance, one particular moment when you are uh, available for a talk at um, due to or after um, workshop. Mm-hmm. So, and I just write, write, write all my questions and then I can ask you after workshop, for instance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's really good connection, mm-hmm. and it's uh, as I mentioned, it's like when they when, when the students see the interaction between the the TA or the teacher assistant and the the, the professor itself in the classroom, it makes them more comfortable and motivated. Mm-hmm. So they see like a teamwork. So, um, and the teacher is like a kind of um, expressing something or explaining something and the teacher assistant adding 
to this explanation. So they see this combination in the classroom and the interaction, it makes them more motivated as well. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this is the value of the program. Mm -hmm. And and one thing that I love about my job, it's just like I, it's like working in many different levels, working with many different professors. Um, and uh, like for five years, I worked to, like with many professors and I worked like most of the ESLD like levels mm -hmm. from uh, from the beginning until the advanced level. So even I, I need, even I participate in the English department as well to see the difference. So that's a really good experience and good value. And I love it. I love it. I really love it in my job because it's it's building my experience to understand more about all the ESLs level. That's a, that's a really good uh, valuable experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, do you want to add something about uh, about our topic? I mean, uh, maybe some advices for new students or something. For the ESL uh, students, many of them they just want to finish the ESL really quick, so they love to skip levels. Okay, so I don't say no. Be patient uh, and be patient with the language because language takes time. Even when, like, if you have kids and uh, the kids that they are school here in, in, like, in the United States, they have a pro program called ELD, which is a learning the language for, for young students. Mm -hmm. So, and it allow them to build their own language. So they're not gonna take out the students out of this program with the ELD program until they can be more comfortable with the students understanding the material. Mm -hmm. So the same thing with ESL levels in college. Yes, because you are adults, you have the decision. It's not you are a young students is in elementary and middle school, K to 12, but it's, it's, it, and you have the ability to be able to improve yourself. But imagine that you are taking from your time that you have to learn the language. And to be able to be in the English language native speaker, you have to have five years of learning language. Mm -hmm. Even the, it will help you with, to improve the language. It will help you with the TOEFL. If you want to get the TOEFL test to just like get in the university really fast, mm -hmm. that's fine too. But it, it just gonna it take time learning the language Mm -hmm. because it's a matter of time it's not a math equation that you're gonna just put it in your head and understand it no language takes time mm -hmm. so be patient <laughs> thank you so and much marva it's it was very pleasure to talk with you thank you so much for this you, conversation you're very welcome rima thank you for having me it's really good program and i'm i'm so happy that i meet with you would see you and talk to you about all this and uh, thank you so much appreciate that <laughs> This show is produced in partnership with Saddleback Radio. The next episode you can hear on Monday at 2 p.m. Have a great week.